Hey, Laura, you're back in the podcast. I know, I'm here again. <laughs> um, today, our guests are undergraduate students who did an internship with us at UCD. Have you been an undergraduate student before? Yes, I was an undergraduate student at one point in my life, yes. And how was that? Uh, it was good. I had a lot of fun with my undergraduate uh, degree, and I had lots of opportunities come from it. Was that in Canada, in Newfoundland? Yeah, so I'm originally from Canada, from Newfoundland, and I went to uh, Memorial University of Newfoundland mm. there. Nice. What's the most memorable thing about your undergraduate? Hmm, that's a hard one to answer. Uh, probably just all the people I met, all the nice uh, professors, all the people I did my projects with, all the teamwork, and all the relationships I built with other geology students throughout my degree. Do you still have these relationships today? Oh yeah, I still am in contact with so many geology students that I went through with. Uh, we were all pretty close, so we keep in good contact with each other. Cool. I wonder what are all the uh, stories from our students here at UCD. And I want to know about their experience in the world of research, mm -hmm. which is, um, you know, it's a different perspective. Yeah. And it's good to have some feedback as well sometimes. Definitely. I totally agree. Let's go. This, This is iCragorama. The podcast where we talk about all things geoscience with Ben Cousin and Laura Sinclair. Season 1, Episode 7. Today, our guests are Lizzie Andres and Aidan Crilly. So, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. So, can you tell us a bit who you are? And, um, yeah, starting with you, Lizzie. Uh, yeah, I'm Lizzie, and I'm going into my third year at UCD studying geology, and I've just completed an internship over the summer with Peter Houghton. What about you? I'm Aidan, and I'm also going into my third year of geology, and I uh, also recently completed an internship with the all-powerful John Walsh over <laughs> in the Earth Science Department. Nice. So what was your internship about? So we were looking at some of the formations underneath Dublin, which are kind of recorded as being calciturbidites, but it turns out that they were like a bit different. They were somewhere in between a calciturbidite and a calcidebrite. So we were like kind of looking at where it fell in that and what were the processes that kind of made that happen. Interesting. So what were you doing technically? A lot of it involved kind of going to find core samples, some that were from near the port tunnel and near Ring's End. And then we also did some field work down in Loch Shinney to get some samples as well. And then it was a lot of analysis, uh, kind of looking at how, you know, some of the event beds changed, um, both like vertically and laterally. Wow. Okay, well, that's, that seems really, really nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so it was some field work, and then you took samples, and what were you doing with these samples? Um, so for a lot of our samples, we turned them into thin sections, and we'd sort of do a grain size analysis across how the grain size was changing through the events, right. and then compositional analysis as well, kind of looking at like what type of grains there were. A cool thing that we got to do with all of the samples was do an XRF scan of them using the XRF scanner in the geology department. And so we were able to kind of see like how were the elements changing across each of the events. Nice, nice, nice. Mm -hmm. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was an enjoyable experience to kind of get into and see what it's like to be doing research and what that field is like in that career path. Um, and also it's just enjoyable research, like I enjoyed what I was looking at. 
What about you, Aiden? What were you doing? What was your internship? Um, we were essentially looking at um, the veins uh, cutting through the Iron Islands. So the big, uh, mostly calcite veins and some some uh, quartz veins um, and essentially building a model for how the islands formed in relation to these veins. So so John's whole theory was that the veins sort of appear in clusters um, and where these clusters are situated is where the sort of the bulk of the erosion is happening. So we use sort of onshore and offshore data and some LIDAR data. They, if, if you look at them over overlaid, um, they sort of, where the clusters are, they, they sort of outline where the islands are breaking up. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's more like structural geology yeah. allied with petrol physical analysis, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My sort of main duties pretty much were um, creating paper-worthy uh, diagrams, and then oh, so you uh, were you were doing the figures for John Wolfe's yeah, paper. Yeah, and then yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and we just we made um, like a like I had to just you know sort of create graphs that illustrated the sort of the cluster nature of these veins, and and then sort of infield work we did um, with Simone and Vincent was uh, sort of just using drones to map regions we thought were representative of, of, of what we wanted to talk about. You used drones? Yeah, it was fun. It was just like a big... Uh, well, first of all, you know, I got to go to the Iron Islands for you know, like five days, which was absolutely fantastic. Nice. Um, and then playing with the drones was, 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 was great fun. So I, took, so I took those individual areas and just mapped every individual vein and, and, and created sort of like actual like data I could work with from that. Um, which was interesting it's annoying though because like i learned how many extra additional skills i need uh, to be like an effective geologist other than, <laughs> other than knowing geology well you really learn like yeah. in the yeah. field yeah as you start you know yeah like for me when i was doing my undergrad i finished and i didn't feel like i had any skills and moving into a master's has helped me learn new skills um you know you end up teaching yourself a lot and uh, that's just part of geology research is as you go, you're going to have to learn new things on your own because um, not everything is taught within your coursework. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Even me still at the beginning of my PhD, I feel like there's many skills that I have and also many skills I lack. Mm -hmm. But actually the PhD is also here to kind of give you all these skills to teach you how to be a researcher, like a geologist. And yeah, you, you don't you don't get these skills during your undergraduate. So, you know, it's it's really nice to do an internship to realize all the work oh, yeah. <laughs> that's involved and like all the skills that you're going to need to have. It's nice to have a perspective. So what main thing will you take home, you know, from your internship? Research is hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, just that um, there's so many layers of, of ability that you need. You know, to be to be a, like a good geologist, and when you when you read you know you read a paper and and you know you have a look at the, these diagrams and stuff that there's so much more going on, like like using like the GIS software or any coding at all that's done, yeah. like it's really a it's it's given me a whole new perspective on just the the you know the strata that goes into the the building blocks of of these works, like. Do you think your internships have kind of motivated you to think about maybe doing more research after you finish your undergrad? I'd kind of been considering a PhD beforehand, but didn't really know what that meant. And then kind of being able to do this and see what research is actually like, and then also be working in a lab with like all PhD students, or, and you who are a master's <laughs> student. <laughs> but um, it was just really helpful to kind of understand like what that's actually like and not make it look like a huge scary thing anymore, but kind of just make it like, oh, that's what it's like. And it's interesting. 
And you're still considering it? Yes, or? yeah. <laughs> it didn't scare me off. <laughs> I did this internship and now I know. I'm never going to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was good. You had to deal with all the scary people in our office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some can be scary, especially when they're writing their their PhD mm. at the end and they're like oh, only yeah. writing. Getting and close to the deadline. Yeah. Yeah. The, the stress levels definitely were going up for one or two people yeah. in the office. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> what about you, Aiden? Yeah, I'd never actually uh, considered um, pursuing like a career in research previously. You know, I was sort of, I always had my mind set on maybe going into like industry you know that's where I sort of had my my interests um but I really enjoyed the the, the lifestyle mm-hmm. you know because it's it's you're coming in every day to 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 do something interesting you know you're not um like it's it's something you're and it's just seems to be like a lot of autonomy maybe I'm wrong yes no between no. like between what the researchers like pick to focus you know yeah like where their focus lies like I I think that uh that sort of freedom was 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 really attractive to me no, definitely. There is an autonomy, both in terms of when you decide to work. Also, there's input from your supervisor because they want to achieve a certain goal. But at the same time, you can also give your uh, initiative mm. and your own input and say, OK, I'd like the project to go this way because I think it's more interesting. And you kind of like, you know, it goes both ways. That's what's interesting, actually. Mm. Industry and PhD are not completely incompatible. Like, you can do both. No, you can. Like, I know a lot of people who have done PhDs and then gone on to industry or, or the other way, worked a couple of years in the industry and then decided to do a PhD. Yeah. Yeah. The great thing about doing a PhD is you can do it whenever. Like, there's no, like, time limit. If you find something you're interested in, then you can go for it. But there's no rush to straight away yeah. kind of do a PhD. Yeah, I always feel like I perceive my life as being way shorter than it actually is. You know, so <laughs> I can make this decision, but I can't make the you know any of these other ones. You know, but yeah, life's long. But also mm-hmm. the whole the the fact that you can make all these decisions for yourself and decide what questions you're gonna ask yeah. as a researcher is also something that I found really scary. So mm-hmm. it was it was quite attractive to me, mm-hmm. and, but at the same time quite terrifying because I feel like I wouldn't be able to ask the right questions. You know, I wouldn't know what the thing I found is like even if you feel like you're asking the right questions like sometimes the answer is like there is no difference like it's the same and you've just spent like you know a whole week studying this (laughs) and it turns out that like that was kind of just like everything's the same composition and I mean I don't think there's anything wrong with doing research and finding out what your theory was was wrong or finding no real difference or no real results like the point of research is to learn new things Mm -hmm. Um, so you can do research and it doesn't need to have a a life-changing result at the end yeah because a bad result is still a a result you Mm -hmm. know like whatever you do you're still finding okay that's a dead end and that's a dead end but like you still know more than you knew before so there's never any useless questions i would say and it kind of comes gradually and naturally like when you talk to people you go to conferences you get feedback and then you realize okay that's a good point maybe i should start investigating this one and the questions just come you know Mm -hmm. uh, by themselves really i have another question about your internship uh give me a good field trip anecdote (laughs) i think um john walsh's impression of a like um, crinoid. <laughs> it's, it's been rehearsed, you know. He, no, he knew I've, what he was I've doing. It's it a, well. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a well-worn <laughs> performance, mm. but it's fantastic. Oh yeah, waving, waving his arms in the air. <laughs> he goes for it. He go, and then also, um, I think it was we went on a sort of like a larger field trip, um, 
uh, with a whole with a few like geomorphologists and a whole slew of other people. Um, and while he was explaining his theory of the veins on that, you know, right next to a cliff face, uh, he tripped over one of the little terraces and what? almost gave everyone oh, no. everyone a little heart attack. Um, so that was quite funny. <laughs> and uh, seeing Vincent and Simone frolicking in the water after uh, after after a day's work <laughs> on, on one of the little beaches was also pretty ass. Yeah, we only did. I think we were only in Lakshmi, so it was just a couple of day trips. But uh, we were continually mistaken for um, people testing the water quality, I think, every time. <laughs> <laughs> and people kept saying, like, oh, like, you know, kids were, like, coming out of the water. Like, should we be in there? But that, <laughs> that was about it, I think. You should have told me you were. I know. Yeah. <laughs> what was the, the difference between the relationship with the, the teachers, you know, doing an internship and being in the class, listening to um, uh, lectures and all? Like, did you see a different side of them or of the you know the phd students that demonstrate such as me oh absolutely yeah because even though there's like there's the uh that sort of social um sort of contract that you're in as a as a student and a and a teacher is is just non-existent really well not not necessarily non-existent but it's a it's a completely different dynamic yeah you know and you're spending way more time with each other as well so it's it's natural that those sort of barriers would break down i don't know like a friendlier more like casual relationship yeah. now with um with like my supervisor or, or like a lot or any of the postdocs I worked with because I got to know quite a few of you which was uh, which was great like so yeah I definitely feel like uh, the department's way more um, less of a mystery to me now and like <laughs> and like and, and, and that people are actually way more approachable than I previously thought you know which is great yeah yeah I found that as well and I found that when I was just working one-on-one with Peter it was like a lot more encouraging to like think outside the box and like ask questions and like then follow the questions I asked like individually right which is great and I think usually when we're in like you know a class setting or a lecture setting it's like the questions you're following like you can kind of follow questions in like your lab but like do you know it's all quite a lot more structured and a lot more like do you know based on like this is what you should be learning where like I think just kind of having someone like encouraging you to like kind of like seek out those like new questions and stuff it was just kind of a different dynamic and like I thought it was very good it's also a lot easier to be wrong yeah (laughs) when you're like it's a lot less pressure yeah because you know you're in class and you're you're getting graded or whatever and it's there are questions you know posed to be you know right or wrong answers you know they're they're designed to to test to test you but Mm. like like an internship tests you in different ways as well because it it sort of gives you that uh comfort as you know to ask as many stupid questions or you know what i mean to to pursue those stupid questions and feel more comfortable with it yeah i ask so many stupid questions like (laughs) i am constantly like a stream of i think i write down every day a like list of questions i have um just because you know you come across new things and you just kind of have to get over the fact that you're not going to know everything and you're going to have to ask for help at some point yeah good now i want to know about all the juicy gossip in the third year class <laughs> <laughs> where do we start <laughs> dj crazy for the beer oh my oh my God. God. <laughs> no dj doesn't drink it's all right <laughs> how long do you have <laughs> we have time we have time i want to know everything oh, i don't care louise crazy ocean crazy um, becca Beckett, asked nice. me to give her a shout out <laughs> How many of your, uh, you are in third year in total? Do you know? Eight. Eight. Eight okay. only. You were 16 last year. Yeah. yeah. 
Wow, yeah. division by two. Okay, so yeah. who's left in the class? Uh, so there's Becca, me, and Louise. I think are the only three girls. Right. And, and there's then... me, Cormac, um, the hunk of the year. You know, shout out Cormac. <laughs> um, Bushy. We picked up Sasha this year, which is great. Sasha's really nice. Okay. Um, DJ and Owen. Oh, DJ's gone to Birmingham this year yeah. for a year abroad. That's funny. It's like, you know, it's exactly what we were talking about the other day because, um, you know, last year you were 16 and there were more girls than guys. Mm -hmm. And now all the guys stayed and like there's even more guys, but like half of the girls were more left. Yeah. It's, what, what do you think is the explanation for that? Or do you have any or? Well, I'm not going to say that it's anything. I think it's, at this point, I feel like it was kind of random because I think a lot of the girls were on the edge. Mm. It would be nice to have a couple more female staff members, I think. Yeah, true. We're yeah. thinking that might be something because Aggie left and... Mm. There's there's no... There's real, no female yeah. teachers anymore no. at UCD and that's a big issue, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think that that's a big issue for encouraging um, girls to keep on going with mm. their things. But I have found geology to be incredibly supportive and I think... Um, Patty has helped bring some of the like girls down to like the women's in science events and like there's not anyone hindering girls in geology I think it you just know. would be nice I think to have other women in the field at least to talk to and say like oh like do you know how have you found it and yeah it's nice to learn about different experiences yeah. like that's the importance of having inclusivity and diversity in departments is is learning about people's different experiences and yeah I think um, as girls, we sometimes like to hear of someone who has gone farther in the field because there are a lot of male role models, but we mm -hmm. want to have more, um, someone to relate to maybe. Yeah, and I found working in the office with Emma this year was amazing because I think like Emma just, she's like, she has kind of gone further in research and she was just kind of like a good person to talk to, talk to and she was like very happy to help, you know, like me as another female geologist prob possibly going into research kind of see what that looks like yes yes definitely yeah there's this the girls into geoscience yeah, yeah girls into yeah. geoscience and you're going to be leading one of the field trips aren't yeah, you? yeah yeah um we're going to lead a field trip down to Lakshini to kind of help encourage I think it's like upper secondary school and then first and second year like undergraduates Kind of just to, like, see, like, this is what geoscience is and going into, like, Lakshini, I think, to do a little bit of field work up there and just kind of show people around. And now you know the place. Yes, so yes. <laughs> now <laughs> you know I know your the way place. Around, uh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be uh, interesting for you, I guess, to be on the other side of the picture and, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, give the direction. Yeah, I think it'll be good. I think yeah. it's exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I found out that, you know, it's by teaching that you actually learn the most so um, tell us more about um, what you do outside of studying geology. So do you have any um, hobbies or interests? Yeah, I play in a, a band called oh, Stock Like Dog. Yeah, follow us on uh, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, you know, the usual, usual sites. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a quick plug. Uh, but yeah, no, I've been playing with them for like like a year and a bit, but I've always played like music my whole life. And then What's the name? Talk oh. Like Dog. Talk Like Dog? Yeah, like D-O-G. But um, right. yeah, bit of a weird name, but... You know, come check us out. Decent band. Nice, nice. Um, I, if I say so myself. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, just... Uh, what do you play? Uh, I play guitar. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. I play the trumpet as well, which... Um, the trumpet? Which is honestly horrendous. <laughs> no, but don't pick it up. It's very hard. Um, I'm not very good at it, but it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. What about you, Lizzie? 
Um, not nothing exciting as being in band. Um, <laughs> um, I like to I don't know kind of paint, read, hang out with friends. I'm a bit involved with my church as well, which is okay. nice. But so, um, what do you do there? Do you just like help out? Yeah, I help lead um, a small group, which is nice, um, and kind of involved with setting that stuff up and involved with the Christian Union on campus, and I think that's good fun. There's good people there, so. So, uh, Rock Sock just started a geology society. Yes. Yeah, we've got yeah. a coffee morning on Friday. Are you, like, um, th- responsible for it in so any way? So, I think Becca and Louise have kind of, they're, they seem to be taking kind of the lead on it, but I think we're all supposed to be quite involved, especially the third years in it. And kind of setting things up because it is like a lot of I think just like stuff to process and like just things to do to set it up but right right okay tell us more about it the plan is to to you know organize to get speakers in and um, to go on sort of uh, informed field trips on the weekends but and then our grand scheme is to maybe do a maybe like a week long uh, trip abroad um, wow, nice. geology related of course, <laughs> of course you know, um, and maybe a few other activities thrown in there as well for good measure mm-hmm. and but yeah and maybe see if we can get some classes paid for like on drones and lidar and stuff just like you know kind of helping people as well well fun things as well but nice nice oh yeah we like to focus on expanding our skill sets as well just like we yeah because you know, there's so many <laughs> it's not just about drinking yeah yeah no yeah but 80 20 rule you know um yeah because i was part of a student society as well also geology when i was an undergraduate mm-hmm. and most of it was about drinking no <laughs> <laughs> no most of it was about you know just uh hanging out together and uh you know help help each other out and sell hammers and stuff like this mm-hmm. but we also mm-hmm. did a field trip in belgium i remember and it was great i cooked that chili con carne for 30 persons oh wow, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was too spicy but oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, may I suggest also, if you want to fund courses, maybe computer programming is good yeah. because mm-hmm. when you arrive in research, sometimes you're asked for skills such as like R, yeah, Python. R and MATLAB yeah. stuff. And like yeah. when I arrived here and I realized that the undergraduates didn't have a module for computer programming, I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. hmm, man, mm-hmm. this yeah. is bad. Yeah, the only like kind of stuff I did with my undergrad was I did a class on stats and we used R, but it wasn't really that mm-hmm. helpful. It was just kind of here's what you do step next step click this button next step. You yeah, know? yeah, in my undergraduate now I feel so lucky. I've had two modules on MATLAB and okay. it has helped me so much, like with computer programming and all that. It's such a good skill to have. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's a good one. Um, definitely. Because we've we've talked about that before. That sort of like gap in in like a computer presence mm-hmm. i'd be completely fucking lost if i sat me down in front of my lab and asked me to do anything so uh, yeah. yeah i think we're hoping to do something with python at least yeah whether it's through the school or kind of through society or something just like get some sort of programming language in for everyone all right um i'm not going to ask you if you're going to any conferences in the coming months because you're not really at this stage yet well yeah i think me and peter were talking about there's one conference that's on in december but it's on during exam week right but is it bsrg i think so yeah okay it's in london yeah Yeah. that's it that's the one but like if my exams are before that i think i'll go to that one um and if not there's one in february that we were talking about as well nice Um, so already kind of really involved in the yeah yeah research field 
yeah, hoping maybe I can just present a poster or something and see if I can just kind of like start to get my foot in the door there and see what it's like and nice. that'd be good. That would be a great, great experience. Yeah. For you. Yeah, yeah, especially that early. I mean, yeah. like if especially if you want to continue and do a PhD, that would be like really great. Yeah, I think it'd be helpful at least. Yeah. What about you, Aiden? Any conference? I'm just gonna um, try and uh, drone conference survive. Third year. <laughs> yeah, that's already a good point. Yeah. Hey, if somebody wants to invite me to a drone conference, you know. I'll be, I'll be happy to go, but uh, for now, no, no plans. Where can we find you on social media? <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram, Crilius Maximus. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, yeah, it's an old, it's an old name, but uh, I'm still using it. So you can follow me on Instagram there, or don't add me on Facebook. That'd be a bit weird. <laughs> what about you, Lizzie? I don't have any research-based social media to follow. Well, I guess that's it. Thank you for um, coming on to the podcast. Yeah, thanks Thank for having you. us. It was fun. Yeah, keep working hard and you'll get there. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. thanks. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.